With us today is Nate Gillette. He's the Backcountry Programs Manager for No Barriers. How's it going today, Nate? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Nick? Not bad at all. I love No Barriers. This program has changed my life. Uh, the application window has opened up. So can you please tell us what is No Barriers? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, No Barriers is a 501c3 nonprofit based out of Fort Collins. And our goal is to provide people that face adversity and barriers with transformative experiences. And uh, previously, our transformative experiences mostly revolved around travel and outdoor adventures. And uh, as with the rest of the world, we have pivoted to add some at-home and online and virtual uh, offerings as well, all with the same goal. We still want to, um, you know, change people's mindsets. We want to give people, um, you know, a new toolkit on how to face adversity and how to, you know, make the most out of that stuff. Um, so you had uh, mentioned some of those outdoor programs and some of the other more virtual based programs. Can you give some examples of those? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll stick primarily to our veteran programs, although we do offer, uh, you know, things for caregivers. So folks that, you know, our, our full-time caregivers for people with disabilities. Um, we work with youth, uh, you know, again, that are facing some serious challenges, whether it be a disability, uh, you know, emotional issues. Uh, we work with kids in the foster system and, um, you know, kids from low socioeconomic backgrounds as well that otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to, to do some of the things we do. But um, for our veterans programs this year, which, you know, are the, it's our, the warriors program. So um, if you guys kind of Google that, no barriers, warriors, um, we have nine uh, expeditions this year, and those expeditions are our field programs. So they break down into two different categories, which are base camp and backcountry. So our base camp expeditions take place at our mountain campus in the Northern Rockies, uh, just about an hour west of Fort Collins, Colorado. And they are built and designed to be a little bit more adaptable to um, to veterans that might have mobility issues, might be a little bit older, um, not quite uh, in the shape and conditioning required to do some of our more difficult trips. So uh, for these, we do, uh, you know, they, they have whitewater rafting, uh, rock climbing, and uh, hiking, as well as our, you know, full suite of, of no barriers curriculum that we, you know, facilitate conversations and activities uh, to really get people to kind of focus on where they're at in life and where they want to be. Um, we also have our backcountry programs, which are definitely more difficult, and they are uh, typically backpacking trips with the opportunity to bag a summit or, uh, you know, another big objective. We've also done some multi-day river trips. So, you know, the goal of these is to really push people uh, into some of the, the most um, amazing wild places uh, across the country. And, you know, they're, they're physically challenging. They're physically demanding. Um, they require people to work together as a team. Yeah, again, they are still, you know, infused with our No Barriers curriculum, which is, you know, kind of the secret sauce that makes our programs a little bit more impactful than, you know, a, a wilderness trip like this would be. You know, not saying that wilderness trips aren't impactful, but we we try to to spice it up a little bit and add a lot of depth. And, you know, we want to you know, change people's mindsets uh, as they leave these trips and have them gone back to their communities and their families, uh, you know, feeling more confident to, um, you know, make, make good decisions and to really, yeah, just kind of work through their problems in a, in a different, more positive way.
I love that you touched on that there are programs for the caregivers because they're amazing. The uh, the dedication they have to helping out the veteran just to function or whatever is needed. Uh, I, I, I can't speak highly enough, but you also talked about the No Barriers curriculum. Could, what What does that include and how is that developed? Sure. So the No Barriers curriculum revolves around the No Barriers Life elements. And these were uh, there's seven elements that have uh, been created by, you know, our founder, Eric Weimeyer, the first blind man to, to climb Mount Everest. And they're just, uh, you know, sort of a recipe of ingredients that, again, like help people work over stuff um, and, and give people, I guess, focus points on, uh, you know, what to look at. And just to run through them super quick, I won't take too long, but, uh, you know, it starts with reach. So reach is... Um, I'm sorry, it starts with vision. So vision is identifying uh, a goal, you know, or who you want to be, like it's recognizing who you are and who you were, but also, you know, looking out, you know, into the person that you want to be and the community member that you want to be. The second element is reach. And uh, reach is, you know, understanding that like, you know, we all kind of have an idea who we want to be, but sometimes it's not just a snap of a finger that gets us there. And we have to accept that it's hard work. And, you know, at times we have to uh, create different ways to to reach that end goal. And that touches on the third one, which is pioneer. So pioneering is, uh, you know, it's creating these different tactics and using different tools and, uh, you know, just thinking outside of your standard, uh, you know, level of thought to, to achieve your vision. Um, the fourth one is rope team. And rope team is, you know, it's, that term is derived from mountaineering where you're actually, you know, roped up to, to other climbers. Um, and, you know, rope team, there's a saying in, in mountaineering, it's just tie or die. And, you know, if you are on your own and climbing a, you know, a glaciated mountain and you take a fall, um, you're on your own to, to stop yourself from falling into a crevasse. And if you're tied to a rope team, you have, you know, four to five other folks that are going to drop down under ice axes and, and catch you. And, um, you know, a lot of this, the, the teachings of this, this element are that, you know, it's really hard to do stuff alone. And to have a strong rope team that um, that genuinely cares about you and your outcome and, you know, what you're able to bring to your community is is pretty critical. Uh, the next element would be alchemy. And alchemy is, uh, and if you've heard of like, it's this old, you know, medieval term of turning lead into gold. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just like the silver lining. You know, it's just realizing that there's always going to be negative things that happen. There are always going to be challenges put in front of us. And you know, you can either take those challenges and just be beat down by them, or, you know, you can embrace the lesson uh, that they've given you. And it's not always a pleasant thing, but, um, you know, recognizing that if you can harness this, that's, that's, I think alchemy is the true, the truest form of harnessing adversity is that, um, you know, realizing that there are, there's always something that you can learn and there's always a positive spin you can put on things. Um, the next uh, element is summits and summits is and there's it's it's very intentional that it's plural it's not summit it's summits and summits is uh it's that goal that you've reached um so we, you know when you've identified your vision like the end goal is that you know again in our, our mountain terms like you're reaching your summit and the, the the main teaching of that element is that when you're there that you recognize it that you don't just get to the top you know, and turn around immediately. It's that you realize that you've worked a lot, that you've sacrificed, that you've had to, you know, to reach and, and lean on your team to, to get there. 
and celebrate that. And, you know, the plural aspect of it is that there's never just one summit that life is, uh, this, you know, kind of never ending chain of summits and that, um, you know, that shouldn't take away from the fact that, you know, you should celebrate your accomplishments. And then the final of the seven elements is elevate and elevate is taking all these, these other six and taking this to your community, to your family, to your friends, um, and, and using this toolkit to, to bring others up, to provide positivity to your, to your team. So those are, you know, those are the seven elements. And then on our warriors trips, we also work through, you know, past, present, and future. We talk about that stuff and um, we focus a lot on veterans really kind of recalibrating their identity, purpose, and community, you know? So like really thinking about who they are, again, who they want to be, um, what their purpose is, what, what drives them. And then, you know, that, that whole rope team thing, like who's my community, who am I doing this for? Who is, who are the people that I need to serve? Who are the people that I need to look out for? I love that you say recalibrate who they are, because that was the experience that I had when I came out of the military. I, I almost put up a wall for, for that experience. And it, it was something as little as our instructor saying, Hey, let's step it out. And I was like, Oh yeah, that that it's it's amazing how those little things help you help bring you back to think about um, the person that you are and and um, and what you've overcome in the past. Uh, so uh, I love I love that aspect of it. But also you mentioned about for me anyway. I saw a person with one leg climb Mount Washington, and that was incredible just to to see that drive. And I'm curious uh, because some people may think, oh, I maybe I'm, I'm missing an, an appendage or I need a service dog or I'm just not uh, mentally able. Can you talk about those um, adjustments that are made uh, for each specific situation? Totally. Um, you know, and one thing that's important to consider, Nick, is that we are we are not a one size uh, fits all program as much as we would love to be able to serve every single person. Um, you know, we do have this essential eligibility that, that people have to meet to come on one of our programs, you know, um, and there are plenty of other programs out there that serve, um, you know, the folks that we can't serve, that we don't have the capacity to serve. So capabilities um, catered for each climb. Mm -hmm. And and what are those basic eligibility requirements you had mentioned? You know, for, for us, like, as long as somebody can basically, like, you know, move through life without a caregiver uh, or a full-time caregiver, they're likely able to come on our program. We also were unable to, to work with veterans that use wheelchairs. Um, and that's just unfortunately, like, part of the, part of the deal with what we offer, you know, we're we're a, kind of a niche in a, within a, another niche of, of outside adaptive recreation programming. So, um, you know, for, for our backcountry trips, um, you know, we work with people with mobility issues with, you know, um, I mean, how many, how many veterans, you know, that don't have some sort of like knee issue. Uh, so everybody has some sort of, uh, you know, like physical damage, um, whether it be back, knee, nerve damage, uh, stuff like that. So for that, you know, we, we work as a team, you know, so we, we tailor our trips. Uh, you know, our trips aren't designed to be marathons, you know, they're not designed to, to just crush 15 mile days, you know, like we want to get people out. We want to challenge them, 
but we want to make sure that we give people enough time to, to work through what really matters to us. And that's the, the no barriers life curriculum. So um, to adapt those, uh, you know, these trips for folks with different levels of ability or fitness or anything, um, you know, we, we kind of pick our, we pick our routes pretty carefully. And then if, since we do get folks with a lot of varying abilities on our trips, we might, um, you know, assign people different roles. So if somebody shows up, you know, again, like say with one leg or somebody that has some pretty serious back issues, like we might take some weight out of their pack and spread it around to the other pack. So say we have some Clydesdale who's just like chomping at the bit to charge up the trail, you know, we're going to load that guy down. And not only is, is that guy going to feel better because he's helping his team out by carrying a little bit more weight and supporting his rope team. Um, but the person that he's supporting is going to have a much more pleasurable experience. And instead of them just being totally cashed when they get to camp, they, they show up with some energy reserves left over to, you know, to engage and do all that other stuff. Um, as far as like our base camps, um, you know, we have uh, a lot of different tactics and techniques on how to, again, work with people with different uh, physical disabilities, uh, you know, as far as climbing aids and, um, you know, stuff like that. And then, you know, a, a lot of the people that we serve are folks with PTSD or people that have dealt with, you know, military sexual trauma, stuff like that. So um, a lot of that stuff is facilitation and conversational tactics that we use. So um, we, we try to maintain a very, uh, you know, like a very open, transparent and safe space for folks to come out and feel comfortable, not feel intimidated. Um, you know, we shut down negative conversation as quick as we can. We, we try to keep people aligned on the same page. So a lot of that is just, you know, the, the good facilitation that our leaders do. Pretty much have to be able to uh, function in life without a full-time caregiver. Uh, but in terms of, uh, do you have to be from a specific branch or a specific time or have a specific disability? No, status? sir. We serve uh, any veteran with, that's a veteran in, in good standing. Um, so you have to have uh, proof of military service, whether it's a DD-214 or, you know, military ID. Um, and then any veteran, again, from any era, from any branch, whether it's reserves, National Guard, Coast Guard, Marines, Air Force, I'm waiting for a Space Force applicant to apply. That's going to make it, it'll be a, a fun thing for me. Um, and, and anybody that applies just has to have a VA rating. It can be 10%. It can be 100%, you know, complete. Um, but we're, we're pretty broad with that. Um, and yeah, you're correct. It is like, like I mentioned, um, you know, you have to just be able to, you know, basically attend to your own physical needs. So, you know, you have to be able to use the restroom by yourself. You have to be able to feed, feed yourself, medicate yourself. Um, and then, you know, each trip, uh, you know, on our website, we have this essential eligibility criteria. It's a super long fine print, you know, paperwork, but it kind of describes the physical nature of each trip. And, you know, we want these trips to be challenging, but we also want them to be, you know, as, as safe as possible. And part of the way to make, you know, keep, keep the safety up is to just really like give people a really uh, solid idea of the amount of work we have to do. Um, you know, again, the physical nature of it, carrying a backpack for our backcountry trips, um, stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I know on your, your backcountry trip, like, did you feel that we, we set you up, uh, we, we gave you a pretty good idea of how difficult the trip was going to be. Was there anybody on your trip that, that really like seemed to be hammered into the ground or did most people feel a pretty similar level of challenge? No, it was a great trip. I think for everyone, because as you mentioned, there were some that were just in peak physical shape and 
um, and, and it went across the, the spectrum. Like I said, the, the one uh, Vietnam veteran that, that only had one leg. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, we all helped. We all um, uh, got everything we could out of it. And what I really like to mention those times of reflection and there were those breaks and it was, all, it was also to catch our breath and, and have a bite to eat, but it was also to think about what had we just overcome gave us the time to either think to ourselves and, and have some alone time to think through whatever is going on in our life, or if we wanted to interact with the other participants and share, oh, you know, I can't believe we got through that stream. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to face plant. Uh, so it, it really wasn't, um, it was challenging, but definitely nowhere near impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. And that's, that's, really what we're going for you know like i mentioned we're not trying to to crush anybody or, or set any speed records or anything like the 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 like the trips that we do the experience of it like backpacking and, and hiking and these outdoor activities like they are an excellent delivery vehicle for the experience that we really want people to have you know there's a lot of there's a lot of programs out there that provide only those things and and we we don't want to be those programs like we want our program to to stand out as uh, you know, a, a deeper, you know, mental and emotional impact as opposed to just, um, you know, feeling like you, you burn some calories. So all of this sounds amazing. I bet it's incredibly expensive. Totally free. Yeah, absolutely free. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, Nick. Uh, you know, we have some very generous donors, both private and, and corporate that that really are bought in and appreciate and understand the work that we do. And, you know, with their generosity, we're able to offer these programs completely free of charge to any veteran, uh, again, that falls into our, our criteria. Um, you know, we fly people to whatever the location is. Once they're there, we cover all food, all lodging, everything. We have a full locker uh, full of high-end outdoor gear that we can deck people out in if they don't have their own. Um, you know, I always tell folks that if they can show up at the airport uh, in, you know, socks and underwear, I can basically cover the rest. I haven't had anybody take me up on that. Nobody showed up, which is socks and underwear yet. But, um, but if they did, we could provide them with everything. I don't know that anyone that hasn't gone through one of these expeditions yet realizes how much of a privilege it is to have attended. And so for anyone listening about to apply, when you're going through the application process, make sure you're putting your best foot forward. And especially in the, when you put in the comments of what are you hoping to get out of this program and, and what do you want to accomplish? Don't just whip something down and say, oh, I want to be a better person. Really go into detail because as amazing as this program is, there are only so many slots and it can be competitive and you want to do whatever you can possibly do to get that edge. So Nate, can you talk about that selection? Yeah, process? definitely. So, you know, we do get about, you know, 500 or so applicants every year. And each year we have between hundred and 150 opportunities for veterans to come out. So there are unfortunately a lot of folks that we um, aren't able to, to offer a program to. Um, but, you know, Nick, you, you really nailed it on the head there, man. Um, you know, when you're filling out your application, it's really easy to bust through it and, you know, just do, do the bare minimum. But when we are selecting veterans and the way we select veterans is people fill out an application, that application is reviewed and scored by two separate uh, 
you know, staff members. So we're not like looking at them together. We basically go through and score them based on a, a you know, a selection rubric that we use internally. Um, and we're looking for people that, again, like, you know, we don't, we don't, we aren't trying to attract folks that are just looking for like a kick-ass trip. Like we want people that, that want that deep impact, that want to engage and, you know, want to come and be vulnerable and open and are, are really seeking, you know, self-improvement. So, you know, taking your time and, and really being honest and again, like vulnerable when you're filling out those open-ended questions in our, in our application, like that's what we are looking at. Um, the physical aspect of it, not as important, you know, like, you know, we talked about it earlier, like we can, we can fix a lot of stuff with that and we can change a lot of things. I mean, again, there's, you know, certain criteria you have to meet, but um, you know, we want to impact people that, that, that genuinely need a life-changing positive experience. So the best way to find that out through an, you know, through a, an application is to read people's stories, to read what people have to say, um, you know, and then after those applications are scored by our, you know, our two staff members, we reach out to our, our top scored folks and we do a phone interview and, you know, we ask you, we, we, you know, see what people are all about, see what people are looking to get out of it. Um, you know, we, I don't, I don't want to use the term like weed out, but like we, we try to, you know, like pick up on who is just looking for like a cool free vacation and who is like, wow, like I, this looks really amazing. And I think this could really put a positive spin on my life and I need that. So um, anything you can do to just to be open, honest, transparent when you're filling out that application. And if you get an interview, just, you know, be vulnerable. That's what we're looking for um, is people that are willing to be vulnerable. I think something else that sets your program apart is after the climb is over and everyone goes home, that's mm-hmm. not the end. There is follow-up that's done. Can you talk about yeah, that? Yeah, and bit? that, Nick, has changed uh, since you came through the program. So, um, again, just in my vulnerability and transparency, uh, when the pandemic hit, no barriers, uh, we canceled all of our field program. It crushed a lot of our revenue and intake, and we did – um, unfortunately we laid off about 65 to 70% of our staff, which is just heartbreaking. You know, like I, uh, I worked on a team of five before and right now I'm a team of one that is trying to make the Warriors program happen. So as you guys apply and like, you're reaching out to me, um, give me, give me some grace as I might take a day or two to respond. Whereas before there was a, a full-time employee that was, you know, doing all the communication, um, so as opposed to our, our phase three as and our program is three phases, just to touch on that. So phase one is thorough preparation and onboarding. So we try to get people spun up to what we are trying to accomplish. We make sure everybody's feeling good and prepped about the, the expedition. Um, phase two is the expedition itself. So that's our transformative experience. And then phase three is, um, you know, meaningful follow-up and community building. So um, I, I had to kind of reinvent our phase three as something that I had capacity to manage. And right now, and this is something that you guys can engage with immediately. So as soon as you hear this, um, you know, tune in to, to our website, to our Facebook page. Uh, you can get added to an email list on our website. Um, and we are offering this uh, every other Thursday night meeting at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. So it's twice a month. And it's called our Rope Team Roundtable. And the Rope Team Roundtable is meant to be a community gathering place for No Barriers alumni to come and, you know, just stay connected to other veterans that have come through the program, stay connected to No Barriers. We have guests that come on and, you know, they're usually, you know, they work with other veteran service organizations. So we're still trying to connect people 
to other opportunities. We're trying to keep people connected to each other and we're still trying to align it all with um, no barriers and, and, you know, our secret sauce that, that puts everything out there. So that is our, our kind of new and revamped phase three. And, um, you know, it, it also puts it in the hands of the veteran a little bit too. So we offer this program and if, you know, folks want more and they want to attend and they want to continue to be engaged, um, then that opportunity is there for them. And if they, uh, you know, decide after the trip that, wow, that was really amazing or wow, that, that sucks. Like, which I don't think happens. That might be point point 0.1% of, of people that come on our trips, but, uh, you know, if they, if they choose to not stay engaged, then, um, you know, that's totally fine with us. But if they want something, then, you know, we have a twice a month meeting spot for people to come and yeah, stay connected. And I think it, it makes complete sense. COVID has had a huge impact on so many organizations and, and in, in a lot of ways that's, mm-hmm. it's been negative. Uh, so it, it makes sense that some adjustments had to have been made, but uh, to, to apply for this year, uh, when is the deadline and where mm, can people go? I think go? the deadline, and I'm sorry, I say, I think I have a lot of my mind, but uh, I think it's like May 28th and um. Yeah, I would just go to our website, just Google No Barriers Warriors, or if you if you search on if so unfortunately, Facebook is the uh, the social media that we choose to use. It's just kind of easy, and we're all familiar with it. Um, and I, I try to uh, keep our Facebook page pretty alive and well with with updated information, as well as sending out emails uh, occasionally. So if you want to join our private Facebook group, to search No Barriers Warriors on Facebook, join our group. Great place to hear information. If you're not on Facebook, um, you know, hop onto our website. Our application link is plastered everywhere. So just click around a little bit. You know, there's a warriors tab. If you click on it, you will find our application. And I, I boiled down our application to, again, to make it manageable for me, but also like a, a pleasant experience for veterans to apply. So it's pretty quick. I think on average, it takes people, you know, between 10 and 15 minutes to fill out our application. And it's, it's super easy to find. Um, highly recommend doing it. We are going to start reviewing applications on April 1. So I would say like, you know, the early bird doesn't necessarily get the worm, but it sure as heck doesn't hurt to get your application done before April 1st. And if somebody ends up finding our program and, you know, at the end of May, right as our applications are closing, that definitely does not discount you from, from being part of our, you know, our selection process. But, um, you know, there's just certain time constraints we have where we have to start filling trips and, and getting people spun up and, and kind of ready to hit the field. Well, Nate, that's everything I had for today. I just, I, I can't begin to express to our listeners enough how amazing this program is. You should apply, uh, be vulnerable in the application, and you you won't be sad if, if you get selected for a, an expedition and get to go. You're, you're going to come back. Yeah, thanks, Nick. And I'm you know, we're super so, proud of this program. Like we've spent a lot of years, um, you know, taking feedback and improving it. And we, we really do believe in what we do. And we are really excited to serve people and to provide these experiences for people. So um, I definitely rem- recommend checking it out. Um, you know, and I'm sure, you know, you can pass my email address along. Anybody's welcome to contact me, um, you know, reach out. Uh, if you want a better idea of, you know, what, other veterans think of our program check out our youtube search for no barriers warriors on youtube and there are some great um you know a lot of our sponsors we you know we do videos for them uh and there's you know there's interviews there's you know just 
it's a really great insight and a really great way to, to really see what we're doing in the field is to, to watch some of these videos. So if you're curious, that's a great way to check it out. One other thing I wanted to mention before we jump off is that um, last year when our expeditions were canceled, we didn't totally shut down. We uh, created a, an at-home program for warriors. So we, we just kind of built this thing from scratch and figured what the hell, let's try it and see if we can keep people engaged. And we had about 150 veterans that signed up for it. And it was way more impactful than and me. I'm an outdoor rec guy, you know, like that's what I do. I plan outdoor adventures and, and experiences. And I was hesitant about it, to be honest with you. And I was blown away with the feedback we got on how impacted people were and how, how much a lot of folks just really needed a way to connect with people and to have, you know, something like, like a task to do uh, during the pandemic. So it was a, a six week program where we met twice a week. Again, we had some guest speakers. We had people break into small groups um, a lot of those groups are still talking. So they like there's, you know, friendships were formed out of this program, which is, again, something I'm super proud of. And we are continuing that. That wasn't just a Band-Aid to put on the pandemic to be ripped off and thrown away. That is going to be something that we offer. And these online or at home programs, uh, they're called our Elevate initiatives. And we're going to be doing two of them in the fall. And, you know, they're, they're going to be four weeks long. Uh, you'll meet twice a week on Zoom. And then there'll be some at home activities that uh, you're assigned to do. You'll get like a program kit to start it off with. And to sign up for them, it's as easy as checking t- like one or two boxes. So when you're filling out your application for expeditions at the bottom, you'll see these Elevate initiatives. Um, there's more info on our website about them. But if you're interested in it, just click the box that says you're interested. And that in no way, shape or form um, will discount you or your your chances of going on an expedition. Um, you know, it, if anything, I think I'm going to try to have, you know, like a hundred veterans in each. So that's 200 more spots that you might, you know, it might not be the backpacking trip that, that some folks want, but it's an opportunity for us to serve, you know, more veterans and for people to engage with us and, you know, just get their foot into the door of our community. Nate, those are amazing programs. I appreciate your time and we'll let you get back. Thanks a ton, Nick. It was great talking with you and I hope to see some uh, applications pour in. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Pennsylvania Heroes. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and Twitter. You can also subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. Hope you have a great week.